Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. I'm Devin Kadiyama, and you're listening to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. This week, House Republicans in Congress voted to oust Wyoming's Liz Cheney from her party leadership role. And the biggest reason is because Cheney has called out former President Donald Trump's lies about the 2020 election results and his role in inciting the Capitol insurrection just four months ago. California Republicans were part of this effort, especially House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy from Bakersfield. This whole story reminded us that the insurrection really wasn't that long ago and that former President Trump's lies and conspiracy theories still have a stronghold over the GOP. And so today we want to share an episode from that time, back in January, about the California Republicans who enabled Trump and who are still following him today. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as like the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. The divisions, the hate, and really the troubling extremism that we saw play out, it exists in California. It has deep roots here. Marisa Lagos is a politics correspondent for KQED and the co-host of the Political Breakdown podcast. Some of the organizers of things going back to Charlottesville are from California. And and I think we need to be very aware of that uh, because at the end of the day, Trump is going to leave office. But those factions of the right are not going anywhere. I think it's really easy for a lot of people to say, well, this happened at the U.S. Capitol doesn't really represent California. We're a blue state. So what role do you do you think that California lawmakers played? Republican lawmakers in California have either supported President Trump throughout his four years in office and really enabled him or have largely stayed silent. And so I think that in either case, you can place some responsibility at the foot of these leaders um, for either 
enabling or ignoring the type of behavior that led to the horrific events in the Capitol on Wednesday. And why is that important to look at California lawmakers when it comes to accountability? These are our leaders. We elect them to be leaders. Um, You know, I know that we live in a nation where party politics rules. But at the end of the day, whether you're a Republican or Democrat or independent shouldn't matter when it comes to protecting our democracy, upholding its principles. Um, And particularly, we talk about the fundamental of free and fair elections, which just underpins everything we do. I mean, I I think other than the First Amendment, I can't think of a more... um, important part of it, whether it's somebody like House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy standing by the president or it's people like Devin Nunes who are defending him on Fox News. It it all kind of adds up to the mess we really saw play out in the Capitol. When you combine the support or just the kind of sweeping under the rug of some of these actions, um, you end up really fueling the fire because so much of what drove so many of these people to come to Washington and to perpetrate this assault, you know, it really is is tied to the conspiracy theories that are online. The lies that the president tells about the election, about Democrats, about their motives. You can't just sit by the sidelines and be an observer, particularly when you see someone like Shannon Grove, the Senate Republican leader, tweeting that Antifa is responsible, not right wing extremist um, for this assault on the Capitol. And then, you know, kind of erasing it and saying, oh, it wasn't complete. I mean, come on, like you are fueling the fire. So what were congressional Republicans from California saying in the lead up to the vote to certify the results on Wednesday? Again, we've seen a real kind of mix of responses. Um, You have had Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader, just really stand with Trump. Uh, You did see Tom McClintock, very conservative member from the greater Sacramento area, speak out against it. He was the only GOP member in the California delegation to actually vote against overturning the Arizona results. The thing that I've seen as a member of the media most over the past four years is often just ducking the question. Ducking the question has kind of been like, a thing that politicians have done in the past. But what you're saying is in this moment, ducking the question and and not saying either how you feel or, or what you stand for is actually harmful and actually has led also to what happened on Wednesday. Yeah, silence is complicity. Like when you have a president who is just blowing up the norms of our nation, the democratic constitutional norms, when you have somebody you know, who is questioning the vote we all took as members of this democracy. Um, You know, I just don't think you get credit because in the final hours of his presidency, you broke with him or especially when you've stayed silent this whole time. There's so much fear among the Republican establishment about alienating Trump's base that it seemed like they were willing to just kind of roll over. And I think that that's true for many Republicans in California as well. Well, let's talk about uh, California's Republican um, delegates in Congress. How did members of California's Republican congressional delegation vote on overturning the results of the election on Wednesday? 
So seven members of the delegation did a vote to overturn Arizona's electoral slate. Ken Calvert, Mike Garcia, Daryl Issa, Doug LaMalfa, Kevin McCarthy, Devin Nunes, and Jay Olbernolte. Uh Tom McClintock is the only California Republican uh, who voted no. To, to kind of think about what this means to, to voters, if you care about what happened this week, you should care about how the people you elected or that are that represent you in California responded in this moment and, and the moments that led up to it, essentially. I think that if you're looking at our democracy and you're horrified by what you saw unfold this week, if you are frustrated um, even before this by the way that this president has comported himself, and if you're looking at what's happening in California right now, I mean, let's be clear, the state GOP um, and, and others within it, many of them are towing this crazy conspiracy line, either claiming that Antifa was part of, you know, infiltrated these patriots and is responsible for the violence or kind of a step down from that where we see this kind of whataboutism. Well, yeah, that was terrible that you know, basically a coup was attempted on the government. But what about the Black Lives Matter activists who who destroyed property this summer or were violent? Even that to me speaks to this kind of fear of the base and this willingness to kind of go along with a, a narrative that is convenient for them, essentially, politically, because you, you're trying to have it both ways when you do that whataboutism. Well, I know on Wednesday it was a, it was a line. It felt like a line for a lot of Republicans. What have California Republicans said in response to the attack that happened on Wednesday? I would say broadly, we've seen condemnation of what happened at the Capitol. We have seen a lot of gratitude to Capitol Police for keeping the Congress safe. They often have avoided talking directly about this question of whether, you know, Trump or his actions were responsible for it. Um so I, I think it, it was it was a denouncement of the rioters, but not and, and, and their actions, but not necessarily of the president right, himself, right. not the accountability piece, which I think a lot of I mean, a lot of people are just frustrated by like it doesn't it's not hard to draw the line between what somebody in a position like the president, U.S. president says directly says telling people to march to a specific spot to have their voices heard or even more and, and and the actions that actually happened. Like, I think that's that's the piece that we're missing here. And in, in a way, the silence has just transferred to condemning violence right. as like the, the new line. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be too on point here, but, but the, the, these are pretty mealy mouth statements. I mean, like we're talking about things like the behavior of these, quote, protesters is absolutely abhorrent. It's un-American. We're better than this. Um, okay. But, like, <laughs> that, you know, that is not a full condemnation of the sort of kaleidoscope that we saw unfold, starting with Trump and, and his personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, speaking to this crowd and encouraging them to march on the Capitol. Um, you know, the, the statement, I've seen nothing from any of these representatives talking about what Trump did say when he told the the crowd that he loves them um, and, and rioters, but to please go home. I mean, it is, I think, the ultimate in political trying to kind of have your cake and eat it too. Kat, 
California, sure, it's a blue state, largely run by Democrats. There is a significant number of people here who supported or at least enabled basically an attempted coup. So what might accountability look like here in California? I mean, it's going to have to happen at the ballot box. Members of Congress get elected every two years. Uh, I think if people are dismayed and angered and outraged at what happened, they should start working to run somebody against these folks. And, you know, it doesn't that doesn't have to mean a Democrat, right? If you're a Republican and you are angry, run against one of these people. I mean, it's not... It's not rocket science. They are our democratically elected officials. And if they are not doing their job to their constituents' uh, satisfaction, they can be removed from office pretty easily. It's a pretty short cycle. Marisa, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Devin. Thanks to Marisa Lagos, who spoke with us back in January for this episode. Marisa is KQED's politics correspondent and co-host of the Political Breakdown podcast. This episode was edited and mixed by Erica Cruz Guevara, Kiana Mogadam, and Alan Montecilio. KQED's podcast leadership team is made up of Jessica Placek, Kiana, Erica Aguilar, Vinnie Tong, Ethan Tobin Lindsay, and Holly Kernan. Shaylin Martos is our production assistant, and Issa Mendoza writes our Friday newsletter. The Bay is made by your local public media station, KQED. I'm Devin Kadayama. That's it from us to you. Talk to you later. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.